This episode of The Mom Voice is brought to you by the Pura Smart Home Fragrance Diffuser. You guys know I love my scents, and I love having my home smell the very best that it can. And Pura has totally reinvented the game. With the Pura Smart device, they've created a natural, pet, and kid-friendly product that allows you to set schedules and manage your fragrance from your phone. They have top brands like Volcano, Nest. They even have a Disney line. To order, head to themomvoice.com, click shop the show and find the Pura link. Then shop around and at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off any of the products. Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 112. Okay, well, we have Miss Carolyn Call sitting here with us, and she is married and a mom to six, certified nutritionist, and best known, we all know her from Just Ingredients on Instagram. Say hi, Carolyn. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. We have been looking forward to this one. We are so excited to pick your brain about, man, just how we can make better choices as a family, create a less toxic home and just all around create a healthier lifestyle for our children and our families. Yes, Carlin, we are so excited. I mean, Just Ingredients has a huge fan base and you are just such a great resource and we are so excited for the info we're going to learn today. But tell us kind of how you got started in um, this platform, kind of in this industry. How do you know all these things? (laughs) So I didn't learn it overnight. It It was a long process of like 15 years and I'll tell you why I started um, 15 years ago. So about 16 years ago, I actually found myself with suicidal depression and I actually attempted. And thankfully it did not happen and I'm still here. Um, But at that point, I realized that I was at my lowest of lows and was like, I need help because I, um, I was on medication at the time when this happened, but I was like, I have got to find a solution. And so I went to doctor after doctor and I would go to the doctor and I'd say, you know, tell them what happened. And they would say, well, the only thing we can do for you is give you an antidepressant. And don't get me wrong. I have nothing against antidepressants because they were life-saving for me at the time. But I would ask them, well, will this heal me? And they would say, no, we don't know what will heal you. And granted, this was 15, 15 years ago. So Um, So I went to doctor after doctor, finally found one who was like, yeah, I can help you heal, but it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of effort. And um, are you up for that? And I was like, yes, I at this point had been two years of going from doctor to doctor. So I was like, yes, you're like a godsend. I need help. So tell me what to do and I will do it. And so I went on a two year journey with her and she just taught me a lot. And we did a lot of testing and found out that through the testing that I wasn't making this up in my mind that it was legit. I was really low on vitamin D. I wasn't absorbing B vitamins. My adrenals were shot. My inflammation was really high. My cortisol was up when it should be down and down when it should be up. And I mean, there was a whole slew of problems that I just didn't know. And so she was able to help me heal and taught me a lot of things. And then I've just been on this lifelong journey of trying to make better choices and provide better choices for my kids so that my kids never have to experience what I went through. And a couple of years ago, a lot of family members were suffering with things and friends and neighbors. And um, I was like, oh, I wish I could just tell them like, 
do this and you'll feel better. Cook like this and you'll feel better. But you can't just like walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I know some stuff that will help you. So it's like, I'm just going to start an Instagram account and like just give little tips of things that will make you feel better, things that are better choices. And maybe they'll follow that way, you know, learn some things that way. And so I did. And then it's just grown. So it's been really fun. Well, I do think that is such a good point that it's just near impossible to feel your optimal when your body's just working against you. You know, when you're eating the bad foods and not getting enough rest and, you know, you're stressed out and just treating your body, not how you should be, you know? And so I think that's such good insight that it really does play into your mental health and your overall well-being outside of just looking better or, you know, getting into those genes that you want to get into or like whatever, right? I guess we all have different motivations, but I love that perspective. Wow. What an incredible story. I did not know that background. And I, man, that is, I mean, so inspiring. I mean, just to know that you were on the brink of suicide and those thoughts and those feelings. And I mean, did this natural kind of doctor that helped you on this journey, were they saying that you were putting bad things in your body? Was it the things you were eating? What component led to that mental um, illness or depression? So all those things I talked about, like being low on vitamin D and not absorbing my B vitamins and inflammation, but my inflammation was really high, which that is a sign that I wasn't eating correctly. If you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and good things for you, your inflammation shouldn't be high like that, as high as mine. And so um, we talked a lot about what I was eating because a lot of the not so great ingredients out there can cause inflammation, hormonal imbalance. It can cause gut issues. And all three of those are related to depression. And so you do have to watch what you eat to keep your hormones balanced and to keep your inflammation down and to um, keep your gut healthy. So it's just a full circle. It It is. is. It's just, oh my gosh. And when I just even hear that, like, oh my gosh, my, I get a pit in my stomach, just thinking of the day to day and my little children and just even mentioning gut health to mental health, all of the things. And it's, it's, all it's of our all choices so each day interconnected. It really yes, is. It oh is. my gosh. It's incredible. And I mean, when you say the word toxins, I mean, I know, you know, on your account and some of the things we read a lot about toxins. Can you define that for me? Like, how would you define a toxin? Yeah. And toxin is a trendy word yeah. right now as well. And so this is how I say it to my audience. It's as simple as this. If it isn't good for your body and isn't nourishing your body, it's a toxin. Got it. Okay. Some some say it's like poison. Well, I don't go that far. To me, it's simple. If it's not nourishing, then that's considered a toxin. Because if it's not nourishing, why should we put it in our body? Why should we use it on our body? Mm-hmm. We should only use ingredients that are nourishing that are going to help our body. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. Yeah, so true. So today we're going to kind of break down just some things that as us everyday moms, maybe we can swap out for some better choices. Maybe we can notice and change our ways with some ingredients. And so I think the first thing that really jumped out to me is how to read a food label. And I know I'm prone to going to the calories or the carbs and those stupid little things of just the weight and all that. But even for our children and and kind of I wouldn't what is the word you want to use? It's not a toxin, but when it's a bad ingredient, what do we what do we call that? Is I there call, a phrase for it? Yeah. 
you know, like all just, of those chemically yeah, the altered. Cor- the corn syrups yeah. and those like bad things. Is there an actual like label for that? Like a word for that? No, I don't know. not a great ingredient. Yes, yeah. bad, bad thing. Artificial. So artificial. Yes, there, there go. we go. Fillers. Artificial. Yes. I don't know. So yes, tell us when we're looking at a food label, maybe for a snack or for ourselves, what are things that should be jumping out at us and what should we stay away from? So you nailed it on the spot with artificial. So that's a really easy thing to think about, like artificial dyes, right? We don't need to color with artificial dyes. For thousands and hundreds of years, we colored with natural food. If back in the 1800s, they wanted a pink birthday cake, they, you know, made it with some beets or with strawberries, things like that. And so the artificial dyes have been causing a lot of issues. And so you could look for artificial dyes. Um, Another one is artificial preservatives. We've preserved food for thousands of years, you know, since the beginning of time. And um, so we don't need the man-made ones. It's just looking for all those artificial things. So yes, people will say though to me, well, that's confusing because there's so many big words like on a label. I don't know what is what. And so a simple, easy way, it's not science. And some of the scientists get mad when nutritionists say this, but it's just to simplify things. If you don't recognize the ingredient as something that you could put in your own pantry that you could buy from the store, then it shouldn't be an ingredient that you want in the product. Does that make sense? So yes, like if it says maple syrup, great, because you can buy maple syrup. And so now maple syrup is in that ingredient, that product, you know, but if it says like high fructose corn syrup, can you buy high fructose corn syrup from the store? No, you can't. So you don't want it in your food. Tell me what high fructose that thing is. I've heard of my like for years. What actually is that? So they take corn and turn it into corn starch and then they turn it into corn syrup. Oh gosh. But this is a, it's a long explanation. So I'll try to do it short. Corn syrup is like hundred percent glucose, which our cells know how to use as energy, but high fructose corn syrup is 45% glucose, 55% fructose. And Um, our cells don't take in the fructose, the fructose goes straight to the liver. And so then in the liver, the liver can store it as um, glucose, but the liver can only store so much of it. So what happens is the rest has to be converted into fat. And that fat is what leads to like higher triglycerides or fatty liver disease, insulin resistance, like obesity, all these different things can come from how high fructose corn syrup is converted in our body. Now, aren't like um, produced like manufacturers? They're they are steering away from that, right? Isn't it, it like kind of reducing nowadays? But it's still out there, right? It is. So it's in a lot of food. So I'll just give you an instance. Yes, American. Well, the American Heart Association says that we should only only eat six teaspoons of sugar a day. The average American has twenty three sugar teaspoons of sugar a day and twelve teaspoons of high fructose corn syrup. Mm. So we're starting to get high fructose corn syrup out of our products because moms and people doing grocery shopping stopped buying like the popsicles with the high fructose corn syrup because they saw the popsicles right next to them without them. You know what I mean? Yes. So we are seeing the trend of high fructose corn syrup and even artificial dyes coming out of our products. But if we're still at like an average of 12 teaspoons a day of that, that's a lot of high fructose corn syrup. Oh my gosh. I want to come back to sweeteners in general, but first you just mentioned something about preservatives. Can you give me really quickly what preservatives are? I mean, this is elementary. I know, but it is elementary, but but it is like so informative and it's in everything. It's in everything. Right. Scary. Tell us. So preservatives are found in anything from food to beauty products, to cleaning supplies. Um, Think about let's do lotion. For instance, it's, if it's got water in it, 
if it doesn't have a preservative, it's going to grow bacteria or mold or it could over time, right? So it needs a preservative. If you um, talk about food, of course, we want to preserve it, right? And think how they preserved things hundreds of years ago. It was with salt and sugar and vinegar, rosemary, things like that. In the beauty world, or actually even both worlds, you can preserve with vitamin E really easily. So like I have beauty products that I sell and our preservative is vitamin E. So we don't need these man-made preservatives because what we're finding out with these man-made ones, some actually contribute to cancer. One of them has a nickname as um, tumor promoter. Mm. So when we know how to preserve with nature, let's do that rather than man make something that isn't nourishing for the body. Well, I heard a while back, I think you told me this, Lauren, that if you can like set something on the counter and if it's not like decaying, like within, you know, six yeah, it was hours like if it wasn't going, like no, that. it wasn't going to go bad within three days. Like, yeah, you know, like a fruit, fresh right. fruit, any sort of fresh thing goes bad. But pizza, like a piece of pizza could sit there and look the same or for like, like a goldfish two weeks. cracker, right? <laughs> yes. or goldfish crackers or like there's a lot of things that could just sit there. So is that because of preservatives that the goldfish A lot days? of times it is. Yeah. Sometimes, though, it also just has to do with. Um, the oxygen and the amount of water in the product. So it's it's not as cut and dry as, uh-huh. oh, it yes. can sit out for 10 days. So it must be filled with preservatives. There's some science involved in that as Interesting. well. Interesting. Okay. I want to follow up on the sugar conversation. Is there any safe sugar alternative? So if you're trying to cut back on calories, you know, as a mother, I mean, we all know aspartame is bad and, you know, right. is there anything out there that we could use? Yeah. So monk fruit is a really good one. So a stevia leaf. I look for the leaf part, stevia leaf. Um, and then coconut sugar is a really great one in the house to cook with. It's just like brown sugar. So if your cookies call for brown sugar, you can use coconut sugar. Mm. And then of course there's maple and honey. I mean, both of those are still sugars and so is the coconut sugar, but at least they have vitamins and nutrients along with it. Okay. And why is aspartame so bad? So it's an artificial sweetener along with like sucralose, which is a really popular one right now, and ACE-K. And those artificial sweeteners have been shown to destroy the good bacteria in your gut. And we're finding out that the gut is like a second brain. It controls so much. I mean, like 90% of our serotonin is created there. Um, Most of our hormones will at some point interact with our gut, whether it's created there or regulated there. It also houses like 70 to 80% of our immune system. So our gut is so important with our daily lives. And um, these tests are showing that the artificial sweeteners destroy that good bacteria. And it can take up to three months in these studies that they've seen to restore that good bacteria. So when we've got so many illnesses and issues going on in the world, that a lot of them are gut related. Wow. That is just yes. incredible. Yes. We've talked about some gut health here in the past and my husband has some gut issues and it is just fascinating the gut. It, I mean, it's still, we're, I mean, my, as we're trying to still work th- through things with my husband, the gut is really just so complex and so fascinating, but so, so, so important as we're learning. How is this okay with the FDA? And I, that's like a very naive question. Cause I just don't even know how that world works, but I just, sometimes it blows my mind that they can sell on the shelves. Some things that are just point blank, so harmful in the end for our bodies, for our children that really just aren't, you know, good for us. How, how is that okay in today's world? So let me give you an example with uh, beauty products. So yeah. 
Beauty products have parabens and phthalates in them. Okay. Parabens are a preservative. Phthalates is what keeps the smell strong. So think of like that cherry blossom lotion, right? It's got to keep that smell. Okay. Those two though are huge endocrine disruptors, which means they mimic our hormones. So our real hormones can't do their right job because they've got all these, we've got all these endocrine disruptors in our body mimicking our hormones. So now let's take like the body lotion, the cherry blossom or whatever. The body lotion has the parabens and phthalates in it. It's okay in that small of an amount. Like it, the FDA allows that one little product and says it's safe in this product. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But what happens, think about you getting ready in the morning, your teenage daughter getting ready in the morning. She gets in the shower and she uses body wash with parabens and phthalates in it. And then she uses a face wash with parabens and phthalates in it. And then she gets out and does the body lotion and then the face lotion and then the deodorant and then the makeup and then the perfume, right? It's not one product. It's multiple products in the morning and then, you know, multiple products throughout the day. And so it's this buildup of all of these products that we're using that's causing the issues. If we only use that one little product that the FDA approved of, then we'd be okay. But no one does that. So there's like a tolerance level there. Kind of like with Tylenol or something where they're like, don't take this many in 24 hours, you know, but they don't know what the consumer is doing. So that's really interesting. And you're saying it's similar in food and that they just allow it to a certain amount. That's super interesting. Right. Because they test the artificial sweeteners, right? And so in that one food, it's safe. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got people drinking a Diet Coke in the morning and at lunch and for a snack. And then you've got your crystal light that's got it. And then some oatmeal, the hundred calorie oatmeal that's got the sucralose in it for breakfast. And then the protein shake with it in it, you know, people are eating 10, 12 items a day with the artificial sweeteners in it. So it's, that's where the problem is. Harlan, how are we all walking around and functioning? (laughs) I know. I know. It's like alarming. It really, it really is. Uh, And you just almost like, where, where do I even begin? Like, where do I even begin? So let's go there. Like, uh, I guess, you know, in, in a perfect world, I would just love to throw everything out and start again and buy every fresh, right product that would also cost a small fortune to supply my home with everything clean and safe. So maybe where's a place to start and, you know, and with maybe budget in mind, I mean, we want to be clean and safe, but also we know those upgraded products are obviously more spendy, which is such uh, the bummer of it all. So like, what's your advice there? Okay. So I've got a few pieces of advice. So first, um, I say use up a product and when you need to replace it, just buy a better choice one. So for instance, ketchup, there's a lot of ketchup with high fructose corn syrup. So when you're done with it and it's all out, then when you go to buy the next bottle of ketchup, just buy one without the high fructose corn syrup. So better choices don't have to be organic, nor do they have to be, of course, or most of the time organic is the best, but a better choice just can be a ketchup without the high fructose corn syrup. And it's crazy because on the store shelves, like at Walmart, Target, two ketchups will sit right next to each other, one with high fructose corn syrup and one without for the exact same price. Mm. So it's just being aware of what's in our products so that we are educated to be able to pick up the right bottle. And that's when we're looking at the food label, right? It's not, or do they pride themselves in that now? And is it kind of like on the front of the label or do we need to flip it around and read the labels? It's confusing because sometimes they do pride themselves on it and sometimes they don't. So sometimes there's no high fructose corn syrup and they'll be, they'll label that, but then in exchange, they've put artificial sweeteners in it instead. So So interesting. Now in that type of situation, 
tell me about, and this is like a side note, but is like Trader Joe's, the Sprouts, the Whole Foods, just the way to go? Because are they going to be safer all around? Like, do they carry those type of products or do you still see some of that there too? Um, they are safer for the most part, but they still ha- have issues, especially Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, Whole yep. Foods does a little bit better. Yep. I mean, Whole Foods does the best. Sprouts does a little bit better than Trader Joe's. But okay. here's the thing. It's becoming so much more mainstream these days that you can go to Target, to Walmart, a Kroger company store, um, your Costco. That's usually, I shop like Costco and my Kroger company store and sometimes Walmart and Target. So the better choices are now at these places. It used to be years ago that I would have to go to Whole Foods, right? Now, the better choice is really sitting right there next to the not so good choice. And so it makes it really easy for people these days. And have you found that the price is coming down at all? Because for so long, that was kind of a deterrent for me, if I'm being honest, and just not understanding maybe about why it is so important. I think I just kind of I don't know, attributed it to like granola people, you know, whatever. Right. I don't even know. Just not doing my homework and understanding all of these super important things. But the price was a huge deterrent. So do you feel like it's coming more in line with normal things or no? It is. So the price is coming down and this is why, because like Walmart has their own organic line now and those prices will be pennies, maybe more than their regular line. Kroger has their Simple Truth Organic, which is a really affordable price point for those items. And back to you saying like you didn't know what it was, maybe. So organic is just a label that the government gave us in the year 2000 to tell us that it has no artificial preservatives, no artificial dyes, no artificial sweeteners, no high fructose corn syrup, no hydrogenated oils, no added hormones. So people were, well, in the 80s and 90s is when most of our food changed, especially the 90s. And that's when GMOs and stuff Mm -hmm. came out. So in the year 2000, they said, here's the word to tell you that this is your food, how it used to be. And And that is what organic means. Is that really it? Yeah. If it has all those no's. If it has organic label, it's doing the homework for you right there. Right. Oh, that's. Yeah. So it's an easy way to be like, oh, this has no artificial dyes. What do you mean? Did Did you know that it's all those no's? I didn't know it was all those no's. Oh, that's awesome. But I just knew it was like pretty wholesome, like pretty pure. No, see, I always thought organic was kind of like um, cruelty-free, like no GMOs, things like that. I thought they had to like meet a certain standard during the farming or whatever. But yeah, I didn't know it was like no artificial sweeteners and all that stuff. That's incredible. No, I didn't know that it was like a much safer, cleaner version. But yeah, to know they're that long of a list, that's huge. And I have to follow up also because you just said Walmart has there. Do you buy that generic brand of Walmart uh-huh. organic? Yeah, because I'm just or, being real, right? <laughs> no, I, I do for sure. But I get asked that a lot because okay. people will say, well, d- is that organic the same as the organic at like Whole Foods? Right, right. So here's the thing. There is a green circle mm. on organic food. And if it has that green circle, it's a certified organic label. You actually have to go through a lot of testing, a lot of paperwork, a lot of things to earn that label. It's not easy to get. So if that certification is on there, then I trust it that the organic truly means all of those no's and all the... And is it against the law to say it's organic and not be organic? Do you know? Well, you actually can label things however you Mm. want, but the certifications are what counts. Look for the circle. Look for the green Yeah, you want to look for the certification. Okay. Oh, that's huge. That's a huge tip. Okay. Before we go away from food, 
just off the top of your head, and I was like seeing some of your great stories yesterday and stuff, what are just maybe one or two like core snacks that we give our kids that they're our favorites that we can swap out for a better choice? Because I just keep going to my kids. Like, I think the damage is done here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I'm 36 and I've grown up, you know, in all these years and eating all these things. And I just want to... Do better, for do success. better for my children. Yes. yes. So, and they love the snack after school, like all the things. What are just maybe some two great alternative snacks that we can buy for our kids? Okay. Peanut butter and jam. Everybody has a peanut butter and jam sandwich. The jam, so many of them are filled with high fructose corn syrup. Our kids do not need that. And then second, the peanut butter. Peanut butter should just be peanuts and maybe some salt. Mm. They have got inflammatory oils in there, hydrogenated oils. They've got a ton of sugar in there. So that's a real simple one is Mm -hmm. Costco has a great organic peanut butter. Grab that and grab a jam without the high fructose corn syrup. And all those peanut butter and jam sandwiches are so much better. Another snack. Oh, I just always say, try to add more fruits and vegetables in as your snacks. We tend to just buy so much processed food And people say eating healthy costs more. And I'm like, no, actually it costs less because I don't buy all that processed food. Mm -hmm. There's so much of that process, so many of those processed snacks. And if you stop buying those and buy tangerines or apples, you know, things like that, it will cut down your grocery bill. Well, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, the fruit snacks, you know, the 80 (laughs) count Mott's fruit snacks at Costco. The fruit Is snacks. there anything? They, we just could joke that it's like crack for children. Oh, they well, because it's full of sugar. They so. should eat like seven of them in one sitting, oh. and it's horrible. She posted, not that we do that. Carla no, and Lauren. never, never. What do you do? Be quiet. No. <laughs> um, she posted an awesome story yesterday of making her own fruit roll up, and I'm gonna have to go like freeze that so I can save that recipe. And it's so Is it simple. On there? It was so impressive. And so what's the core ingredients on that? It's just like three cups of fruit that you throw in your blender okay. with two tablespoons of honey and two tablespoons of lemon juice. And that's it. And oh you put it gosh. on a cookie sheet and put it in your oven for like four hours so you don't have to babysit it or anything. So it cooks in your oven. Yeah, it just dehydrates. Oh my gosh. And then you cool. have your own... <gasps> No, it was the fascinating. I saw your your little girls rolling them up and I'm just, that is amazing. We're having a fruit roll up party. Yeah, Yeah, we are. Oh my gosh, that is so Block party for the moms. We're making the fruit roll up. So impressive. So impressive. But first, we want to tell you about the Pogo Pass. Now that we're post-COVID and we're ready to get out and make memories and experiences with our family, you definitely need to check out the Pogo Pass. You can use this pass for great pricing to games, museums, activities throughout your city. We love ours and used it so much before COVID. Here in the Valley, the Pogo Pass gets you admission to the Sunsplash Water Park, and that pays for the pass right there. To purchase, go to pogopass.com and use our code the mom voice for $10 off at checkout. This is a great bang for your buck and you'll make memories with your kids. Okay. Well, a long time ago, like right before I had my first daughter, so probably nine years ago, there was kind of this big, we can call it a trend going around about food storage, like plastic versus glass. And I wanted to just pick your brain on that because I still feel like I mean, me included, we still use plastic and maybe I shouldn't be. Okay. So the problem is that plastic has BPA in it. Mm. BPA is a really big endocrine disruptor. So think of all the people that are dealing with like infertility and bad PMS and heavy bleeding and cramping and um, migraines and depression and anxiety. I mean, there's so many things that are due to endocrine disruptors. 
And so BPA is prevalent in a lot of that plastic storage. Mm. And so it's just an easy swap to store in glass rather than plastic. And so that's why people encourage to do that. So that's also why we're seeing with like water containers that you put your own water in, not the water bottles at the store, but water containers becoming stainless steel because a lot of them were BPA plastic ones. And so BPA is just another endocrine disruptor that you want to stay away from. That's incredible. And you brought up water. And I have to ask, I watched a documentary on Netflix recently. It was Zac Efron. So of course, right, I'm watching it. (laughs) And it was all about water and blew my mind right open that purified water might not be the best thing to be drinking. Is that right? Do you talk about water? No, not purified tap water. Oh, he talks about like spring water versus purified water. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Okay, there's lots of different things about water. Yeah. How about we just go basic? Yeah, sure. Tap water these days is nothing like the tap water it used to be. And so we're finding BPA in our tap water, glyphosate, which is like the main ingredient in Roundup. Mm. We're finding, oh my gosh, I could go on and on. PFAS is in it, which is, and drug runoff and so many things in our tap water. So I truly suggest everybody having some way of filtering their water in their home to make purified water. So purified, a lot of the purified water is from like a reverse osmosis system, which won't have minerals in it. Now we're getting a little in depth. So Zach Efron, maybe, I don't know, was talking that the spring water has the minerals and I think sometimes that's where the purified doesn't. Yeah. And so yeah. you want purified water. If you want to put your own minerals into the water, if it doesn't have minerals like trace minerals, that's great. But I the, just had the no takeaway idea. is yes. your tap water is not as clean as you think it is. Wow. So what's the difference between distilled and purified? Is there a difference? It's how they take out the chemicals. It's okay. the process. So both are good options though, yeah. or better than tap. Exactly. You know, that's interesting about tap. I mean, again, but like, how is that allowed? Like, I mean, that's the water running in throughout it throughout all our houses. How, I mean, it reminds me of like going to Mexico when it's always like, I'm so paranoid that water in the shower is going to get in my mouth and then I'm going to throw <laughs> up or have diarrhea or something crazy. So how do they allow that in here in America? So they clean our water quite a bit. Every city right. can, will show you their levels of every chemical that's in their water. Um, so to them, they're at safe levels. It's just how much is safe when we're drinking it eight cups a day. Right. Absolutely. That's so interesting too. The stainless steel thing, such a trend. The Stanleys, the, the Yetis. Oh my gosh. You just, you have to have one. The tumblers are all the rage, but how much better for us that is and the environment and everything. So that's like at least a movement and something I can get behind. That's really great. It's a trend helping women's hormones. Absolutely. That is something we can get behind. Yes, it is. So let's talk a little bit about medicines because we're all moms here and we're constantly, you know, having the scrapes and the fevers and all of that. And I know on your Instagram, you talk a lot about swaps. What are you seeing in like the most common medicines that we're all using? I won't name brands here, but let's talk medicine. So medicines are sort of trending the same way food is trending. A lot of them have taken out their artificial dye. Like you'll see dye-free Motrin, you know, A lot of them have taken out their sweeteners. So some companies are trying to improve upon those. And then like with vitamins and supplements and things, a lot of them are going whole food based, which I really like, like to get a vitamin C in your vitamin C. It's not just made in the lab. It's like an omelet berry is used or, you know, some type of fruit is used to get the vitamin C. So that's a good trend that's happening as well. Okay. Super interesting. Again, I never just thought about it. 
that some of the children's medicines have artificial sweeteners and dyes in them. Wow. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the I, cherry, I mean, now that I think cherry about flavored it, pink. Of oh, course. I know. And of course. it's like in the medicine that's trying to make them feel better. We're no, just putting. I totally get that. But like, I have just never stopped and like thought about it. That's so sad. Well, because, the one that gets me is like baby Motrin. Yes. That's like orange and orange flavored. I'm like, and you're like does why? that baby need even that know, orange color? <laughs> yes. And even know what flavors are. Yeah. Right. Who cares? They well, drink milk all day. <laughs> I know. And while we're on the topic of medicine, I'm curious your thought on gummies because. Because I'll be honest, when I take a gummy, I'm thinking in my head, okay, am I chewing this sufficiently? Like, are all the vitamins getting like secreted out of the gummy? Like, what's happening? Or to be real, too, is it just like it's too sweet and fun and tasty? Like, is it even doing anything? (laughs) How do you feel about gummies? Are they fine? Maybe they are. I don't know. I'm suspect. So I'll tell you the truth. The vitamin world is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I think so many people are flushing money down their toilet by buying a lot of these products. A lot of them, like I said, have GMOs in them and glyphosate in them, and they've got artificial preservatives and colors. And I'm like, if you're sick, you want all those artificial dyes and glyphosate and all that in you? I don't think so. With the gummies, you have to be really careful on the sugar content because are they just like your fruit snacks that you're bringing in? Or is there actually some nutritional value to them? So you need to watch the sugar. And then also with the gummies as well, I like the whole food sources. So I want gummies that are made with spinach and beets and carrots and oranges to get those vitamins into the gummies, not just some stuff from the lab. In a lab. And so for your family, are are you taking a multivitamin or do you just get all of that from your food? So I never like promote that you have to take a multivitamin Mm -hmm. because if you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables and having some trace minerals in your foods and some fermented food and things like that, you can pretty much cover it with that. And so um, I try to tell people to eat, you know, eat their fruits and vegetables and fermented foods so that they don't have to buy the multivitamin. But with that said, there are people really lacking in nutrients and vitamins that the multivitamins are helpful. Sure. No, if they get a good brand. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think, I mean, over the course of time, man has just eaten and gotten its minerals that way, vitamins and minerals. Right. But I know, I think a lot of it is like, we need to get outside and get more vitamin D and, you know, be more active. So, okay. But I will tell you, there are specifics that a lot of us are lacking in, for instance, like just vitamin D that's one that a lot of women especially are lacking in. So instead of buying a multi, I would really recommend to buy just a good vitamin D. And same with like magnesium. Magnesium, we need magnesium to perform over like 300 functions in our body, but yet so many women are short on magnesium. So I'm more about, hey, if this is wrong, buy a vitamin D. If this is wrong, buy magnesium. If this is an issue, take a probiotic. I would much rather suggest people do that than a multivitamin. Mm -hmm. And as moms, maybe not specific brands, we don't need to call it brands, but as we're talking, maybe cough syrups or, um, you know, pain relievers, what is your favorite, maybe go-to brand for, you know, toddlers and children that you feel is at least pretty clean and safe to use? So there's three brands that I really like. Wellaments is Mm -hmm. one for like babies and then Genexa and um, Mary Ruth's both have great options for the kids. I've heard of Wellaments. The other two I've not. Are those maybe available at 
any store or more Sprouts or so Genexa has just gotten into um, Target, oh, cool. which is awesome, and so has Wellaments. Good, but both of them have a bigger selection online, and same with Mary Ruth. Okay, that perfect. one is online. Perfect. No, those are just great substitutes and swap outs that I think probably could be helpful. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit into home cleaners and kind of creating that less toxic home that we talked about. What are some of the common problem areas that we're seeing in our home cleaners? I mean, I'll be honest, I I use Windex and all the brand name stuff, which ah, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed here talking to you, Carla. (laughs) No, no, no. Everybody's on their child. Everybody's at a different spot in their health journey is what I tell people. And when I first started, I mean, I was eating Lucky Charms three times a day and barely gaining any vegetables in, you know, so (laughs) we're all at different points in our journey Um, with home cleaners. So there's a few things. One, they do have phthalates in them. And so that those endocrine disruptors, again, just causing havoc on women's bodies, especially. Um, But they've also got like VOCs and formaldehyde releasers in them and it's not just the household cleaners. It's also like the candles, the plugins, the air fresheners, all those things in our homes. And this is actually interesting. The EPA did a study and tested thousands of homes, and they found out that the air inside of people's homes were more polluted than major cities like New York. And it's because of spraying like an all-purpose cleaner, you know, multiple times a day on your kitchen counters and then having your plugins going and then Using some air freshener and then your laundry soap is going and your dish soap is going, Carly, you know. So Sarah, I is, know what you're about to say. Stop Sarah right now. Lauren, is Lauren. slowly dying do, inside right do now. Do not throw me under the bus right she now. She is slowly <laughs> dying. I really am. She, I really is, am. I will say this. Mm. Her house, you walk into her house and it just mm. smells like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a butterscotch oh, yeah. cookie right after yeah. Christmas. And you're just like, ha, oh, oh. But she loves her scent. Oh, Guess so. what, though? You can still make it scented just with things with out the phthalate. Oh, so, but all the plugins, I've got them everywhere. Okay, let's everywhere. start there. What it, what is like a good mm. eye option for just even like fragrance? If it's candles or plugins or sprays, how can we make our house smell good safely? Well, there's lots of different ways. You could do a diffuser with essential oils going in them. I just there, got one. Yes, we yep. both have one of those. Good. There okay, are those. Um, <laughs> there's air fresheners that you can, instead of like Lysol or whatever you use in your bathrooms, you could use like Grow Fragrance, which is a really good one. Um, there are those home scent things that you plug in the walls, like the Pura. And everybody asked me about Pura. So just my little take on it, the essential oil ones. Their fl- the scents that they have made from the essential oil ones are better, are good. Okay. 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 We've so learned about Pura can, lately. And I yes. mean, there's good candles you can use, you know, so you can, it's, you can swap them all out. You don't have to deprive yourself of anything. That's what I tell people. You don't have to deprive yourself. If you like the smelly lotions, just buy one. That's a better choice. Right. If you like the plugins, buy one. That's a better choice. Yes. And in the candles, you're saying what, it, what is bad about the candles again? So there's three things to look for in candles. So one is the wick because we used to use lead. Lead has been banned in America, but here's the problem. It's still allowed in other countries. So when they're being imported in and you're buying a cute little candle at a boutique and you're not quite sure if it was made in America or not, you could have lead in the wick. Oh, Lord. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) The other thing is they do have phthalates depending on the fragrance that they use in them. And so you can buy candles without the phthalates now. And then just the material that they're made out of, a lot of them are like a petroleum base. And so you want like a soy, like a more natural soy, coconut, 
bee, yes. beeswax. Beeswax are the best. If you're going to choose like from good, better, and best. Yes. Beeswax are the best because they actually can help clean your air. Hmm. So, And she makes a good point there. There's good, better, and best. So even if we can just take one step forward to the better option and work our way to best, I think that's a big improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean... It is. It's a it's a journey. That's what I tell is, everybody. Right. And it's one baby step at a time because all of this can get so overwhelming. So that's why I'm like, no, when you just are out of a product, rebuy it for a better choice. But I never say buy it for an organic product. I always say buy it for a better choice because totally. there is a good, better and best. Yes. And so sometimes we can't afford the best, but the better might be the exact same price. And we could do that instead. And I mean, just for the cleaning sprays, I was at Costco I don't know, a few weeks ago. And I did buy like a three pack of, I want to say it's called Boulder. Do you Uh know that Boulder cleaner? Is that one a safe one? It says it's clean and like organic. Is that a good one? It is a better choice. Okay. Cause like I'm normally prone to my like Clorox or Lysol, but I saw that and I thought, oh, I'm going to try this. It doesn't smell that great. To be honest, it doesn't smell as great as I would have hoped. I do love that lemony fresh after I clean, but I got it and I'm going to use it and it's a better choice. But like what other spray cleaning products? We all just are used to the, well, the names that we grew up with, Ajax and Clorox. And- hold on. Hold on. Let's just be real. You might break my heart, but Mrs. Myers. No, tell me right now. Is Mrs. the best Myers, smelling is that okay? Do you know what? So that one is controversial. That's mm. a better choice, but a lot of people don't say it's the best choice because of their fragrance. Mm-hmm. And so they're working on cleaning that up so that they can be considered best. But that's but the best not part. That's what smell. I buy it for. Yes. Well, okay. So when you're saying what, whatever cleaner you're using that doesn't smell very well, just dump your own essential oils in it before you spray it. Well, so we, ours smell really lemony and grapefruit, and I love the scent of it in our house. Mm-hmm. Our friend has recently branched into the essential oil area, and I've never really done that. She gave us the Thieves Cleaner, and we've been working with that, and we like it. I loved it. I loved it. But do you feel like it's cleaning as, maybe you know, Carlin, does it clean as well, like as down and dirty as as well is as it burning <laughs> everything away like those yes, chemicals right do. antibacterial <laughs> or the greasy stuff you know what i mean it does clean but if you want like a disinfectant um there is force of nature which is an awesome one that is actually on the epa disinfectant list and so if you want something that's going to clean up your vomit and the blood and the raw chicken juice and you know it is gone um force of nature is your one to go to. Okay, awesome. good. And can you find that on stores or online? It's online. Okay. It's equivalent to like bleach. Good. But no, that's bleach what I is do really want. toxic. Whereas this force of nature is so non-toxic that your kids could lick it and they would be fine. Wow. In fact, they like you can just spray all of our kids' toys to disinfect the toys and you don't have to even wipe it off. But game it's, changer. And it's yeah. a disinfectant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. I'm on that. I'm on that. That is yeah. exciting. That's okay. incredible. Well, branching into laundry a little bit, let's just move through the house. I mean, are there any major things we should be worried about with our laundry detergent? There's lots of different things. She's like, so Sarah, there's everything is wrong. Overhaul it all. Okay. We're overhauling. We're overhauling. Uh, <laughs> but it gets really scientific. I mean, there's the basics again of the phthalates and the VOCs and formaldehyde releasers or dyes. What's the like worst? That. What's the worst thing I'm doing between my my 
fabric scent boosters and my softener and my or dryer, dryer and my, sheets even. Okay, so dryer sheets. They are actually one of the most toxic things in your home because <gasps> they don't okay. have to list their ingredients. And so <gasps> the EWG is the Environmental Working Group. They tested the air that was coming out of dryers that were using tox. I mean, using dryer sheets. And they were like, they found like seven carcinogens in them. And mm. so I do tell people with their laundry, the first thing they should ditch are their dryer sheets and just use dryer balls. Dryer balls. And they're not made of the same. No, they're made thing. from wool. Most Whoa. of them. Wow. Okay. That's, well, that's good. Dryer sheets is somewhere we so can see, start. So see, it can be simple, as simple as that. So mm-hmm. once you get on this journey of learning about all these mm-hmm. things, it's just as simple as, oh, okay, when I run out of these dryer sheets, I'll pick up some dryer balls and use yes. those. Yes. So it doesn't need to be overwhelming. Yes. And then we just go to your page for all of the details of where to level up. I was going to tell you on my website, I do have all my favorites listed out in categories. So like baby items, supplements, cleaning supplies, beauty products. So it is a good resource. Wow. But when you list it out, it's crazy how across the board. I mean, you really have to analyze everything, 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 everything that you're using. I mean, with that said, Carlin, is damage already done? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know we can make a good, better choice tomorrow, move forward in better ways, but is there damage done? I mean, I always have to think, and kind of like you mentioned earlier, I mean, cancer, cancer is more prominent today than ever in the history of the world. Is cancer caused by all these horrible things that we're consuming and using? Well, a lot of the items contribute to it. Yes. But to say if there's damage or not is hard to say, because who's to say? But you can always repair. So you can repair the gut. You can heal the gut, which is huge. You can get rid of phthalates out of your system. So there's lots of things that we can do, especially if we think about detoxing. That can really help. But detoxing doesn't have to be some detox program. You can just detox by exercising because sweating is a great detoxer. That actually gets rid of a lot of heavy metals, which is Mm. a great thing. I mean, even drinking our water, that's a great detoxer. So There's things that we can do to help our body detox. Our liver is a great detoxer and will do its job. It's just, it's gotten overburdened with all of these chemicals in our food and what we put on our body and what we're breathing. And so it's come to a point that people are getting sick. And so in order to help our bodies out, it's to help the liver out and to help detox. So we're not so overburdened. And I do think the human body is kind of miraculous in that way. So miraculous. It is. It's so smart and so adaptable and it like wants to be its best self and it does all these things to readjust and, you know, and it's just continually blows my mind when I learn more, you know, this is what I say. The human body is so miraculous, but imagine you had a fine expensive car, right? You wouldn't put the worst gasoline in it. Pretty soon that car would not run as nice as it did on day one. Our body is the same way. It is miraculous and will totally do its job if we are feeding it and nourishing it with the right foods. But when we're constantly bombarding it with the stuff we eat, put on our body and breathe, it can't do its optimal job like it wants to do. I know. And isn't that just such a simple statement Mm -hmm. or a simple concept, but something that I feel like we all struggle with so much? You know what I well, mean? Well, appreciating our body yes. in general. We're so hard on ourselves. We're so critical, the weight, all the scale, the the dumb things when really it, it's not even so much on the outside, it's on the inside because this is what's going to last us the rest of our lives and we have to value that and appreciate it. And yeah, we have to fuel our body with the proper things. And I mean, man, this has been so like refocusing, remotivating for me to just remember 
oh my gosh. And I'm, and I'm raising the little ones that need to have that tone set in their life the right way. So as a mother, I mean, we are the mom voice podcast here as a mother in your own life. How are you teaching your children? I mean, you have so much knowledge to impart on them. And I know a lot of it is probably just by example, but I mean, are you showing them the labels and teaching them the words? I mean, talk to us a little bit about that. So a mom, couple things. So one, they always cook with me in the kitchen. So at dinner time, they're always helping out. And a lot of moms are actually surprised by that. They're like, your six-year-old is in there doing stuff. I'm like, absolutely. So they learn how to add vegetables into a lot of things. Cause I will put vegetables in our soups and our sloppy joes, our spaghetti. I mean, you name it, I am chopping veggies and throwing it in no matter if the recipe calls for it or not. So they're learning like, Oh, veggies are a really important thing. I need to have those. Um, Two, at the dinner table, I actually will ask them questions. And so I'll ask them like for the, and it depends on their age, obviously. So like the little ones, like, oh, name a fruit on the table where the older ones, I'll say, what is good in this fruit for us? Or this fruit has antioxidants in it. What's an antioxidant? And so they are learning. So that um, a lot of times it will just come up naturally. The questions like, hey, why don't we ever buy fruit snacks? Well, they're full of sugar and sugar can do X, Y, and Z to your body. So Instead, we choose this, you know, so it's just natural conversation, teaching at the dinner table and having them experience in the kitchen as well. I love that. No, absolutely. Something we can start just little by little today that we can start implementing with our kids. And we have that. I love that table talk. We love to sit down to dinner and it doesn't happen every night, but a few nights a week and we we usually talk about our day. But I think that's a great idea. Just a great minute when you have their attention to teach them and and share and even talking about the food we're eating and why. It's a great idea. I'll tell you at the table, at least this is our experience. Our kids want to eat and run. Yes. And so now I have like a list of topics that we're going to talk about and then they can run because I'm like, if I've spent all that time cooking dinner, we're going to sit here as a family. And so like one thing is like, what something nice you did for someone today. And then the next one will be something about food and then we'll move to something else. So mm-hmm. no, that's precious time. And you have teenagers, right? I do. So and I, yeah, you're going to like, you got to tackle them where you can to talk to them. <laughs> right. I mean, one thing I'm super interested in, it's, it's not on the list that we gave you, but I'm curious as far as fast food goes, I know it's probably like the major, major no, no. Is there anything that you can kind of get on the go if you're really trying to be cautious of these types of additives and stuff? So two thoughts on that. One, all restaurants have at least like a salad. Even McDonald's has some better salads now, things like that. And then number two, this is what I tell people. So people think that I'm really extreme. And I say to them, no, we try to eat as best as we can in our home, right? We try to help our bodies, nourish our bodies, nourish our liver, not overburden our liver. But if like some family's going out to dinner to somewhere and has invited us to some fast food restaurant, we're not going to be rude and be like, nope, sorry, we don't eat that. We're going to go and just pick the best choice on the menu because it's not going to kill us one time. It's eating fast food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. That's what's going to not be good for us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. You have to be careful not to be extreme as well. So like people ask me like, do your kids get to eat Halloween candy? Of course they do. They get to enjoy the holiday. Do they eat Halloween candy, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Absolutely not. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's that whole idea of moderation in all things. I mean, if you deprive yourself or restrict your, even your kids, then they just almost, 
gaining a, like a fascination about it and want to go binge fruit snacks at their friend's house. Right. And it's like, so having that exposure and, and balance, I think is just as important and having them understand the reasoning why. Absolutely. And I will tell you, if they grow up eating healthy. So for instance, my older two weren't, they didn't, when I started on the health journey, they were already like right. seven, eight, yes. nine, ten. So they didn't have it like some of my other kids. My 17 year old has always eaten healthy. So, well, for the most part, because it's been like a 15, 16 year journey. So now when he goes out to fast food with his friends, like Taco Bell and stuff, he notices the difference. His stomach will hurt. He just doesn't feel good. So I think it's awesome that they learn for themselves like, oh, okay, this makes me feel good. This doesn't. Okay, I'm going to eat this, enjoy it because I'm with my friends, but I'll know it. I don't feel the greatest after. So it's empowering for these teenagers to know how to eat and what makes them feel good or doesn't make them feel good. Yeah. And just be so in tune with your body and like really know what your body wants. Like my husband's very sensitive to dairy and he's the exact same way. Like he has to be cautious of that. Oh yeah. Or anytime I do try to eat clean and I kind of come off of that. Oh, I've had incidents where I'm like, oh, how did I ever eat this? And oh my, I did have a stomach ache or whatever. And then, but then you like ease back into it and your body adjusts again. And you're like, of course I love French fries forever. (laughs) And you're like, oh my gosh. So, oh, this has just been so helpful. So good. Carlin, I'm so excited for all this information. I know. So if you want more information, visit her website at justingredients.us. Perfect. And your Instagram handle is just.ingredients. Yes, there is. And we are not overselling this. There is so much good information on there. You will become an immediate fan. And I mean, I just do think that you're giving us moms such good tools to kind of use and empower our families. And so we really appreciate you coming. Well, thank you so much for having yes, me. Yes, it was I appreciate so it. fun. So do you have anything? So wonderful. No, Carlin, you're on a mission here and you're, you're teaching us a wealth of knowledge and we thank you. Okay, well, that's going to do it for our show today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and a review and make sure you are subscribed. We have so many good additional interviews coming up and lots of good content planned. But this one's just mind-blowing. I had so much fun today. I just think we are going to take home so much from this episode. I can't even believe it. I know. So make sure you share this one, guys. And if you do happen to share it on social media, make sure and tag us so we can say thank you. Absolutely. And speaking of social media, where can they find us, Lauren? Yes, at the Mom Voice Podcast. Perfect. Okay, well, with that, we will sign off. We're back every single Monday with brand new episodes and sometimes midweek when we want to pop in and say hi. Yes, we love our mini episodes. Okay, well, with that, we'll sign off. Bye, guys. Take care of each other. I have to jump in and tell you about the new podcast merch that we just launched on our website. For the first time ever, you can show your support of the show by purchasing a Mom Voice sweatshirt. And you guys, this is not just any sweatshirt. These are top of the line quality that have a super flattering fit. It's non-fleece, has a lightweight feel, and it features some of your favorite sayings from the show, like all the things, be kind, and of course, Mom Squad, our very favorite. So head over to our website, themomvoice.com, click the tab merch and check it out. We've got limited quantities, so make sure and order today. 